top military commanders and their partners last night at the White House for dinner. The gathering came amid concerns about tensions with North Korea and the Iran nuclear deal. During a photo op in the White House dining room, President Trump made this puzzling comment. You guys know what this represents? Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. Today I've come to talk about our nation's efforts to address this vital issue to the health and the safety of all Americans. I'm here to discuss our strategy to prevent and protect the American people from a possible outbreak. The President's made perfectly clear that our number one priority is in the event of a pandemic is to save lives. The President has a plan uh, to do just that. First, we must detect outbreaks that occur anywhere in the world. Second, we must protect the American people by stockpiling vaccines and antiviral drugs and improve our ability to rapidly produce new vaccines against a pandemic strain. We need to have a surveillance plan that allows us to identify when an incident has occurred in the world. The sooner we know, the more quickly and more adequately we can respond. We, we thought it would be irresponsible not to take on the pandemic planning effort um, to make sure that whenever it is, under whatever president's watch, that as a nation we're better prepared because it's the right thing to do. It can't be avoided. The pandemic is unlike other natural disasters. Outbreaks can happen simultaneously in hundreds or even thousands of locations at the same time. And unlike storms or floods, which strike in an instant and then recede, a pandemic can continue spreading destruction in repeated waves that can last for a year or more. And one day many lives could be needlessly lost because we failed to act today. The movement was begun eight months ago by a small group of scientists who discovered quite by accident these signals being sent through time. You're thinking 18 months, even with all the work that you've already done to this point and the planning that you are taking with lots of different potential uh, vaccinations and building up for that now? Yeah, so the, there's an approach called the RNA vaccine that people like Moderna, CureVac, uh, and others are using that in 2015 we'd identified that as very promising uh, for pandemics and for uh, other applications as well. And so if everything goes perfectly uh, with the RNA approach, we could actually beat the 18 months. We tell parents about getting their kids vaccinated. They have to get the shot. The vaccinations are so important. This is really going around now. They have to get their shots. The poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. They have created a repressive society, and we are their unwitting accomplices. To be here at my last, and perhaps the last, White House Correspondents Day. <laughs> you all look great. The end of the Republic has never looked better.
我注意到，在美国也会有一些网友甚至攻击您，说病毒是从您疫苗的这个研制过程中出来的。您在用什么样的心态面对这种声音？ I'd say it's an ironic if you take somebody who's doing their best to get the world ready, and you know, putting in my case、uh, billions of dollars into these tools for infectious diseases, and really trying to solve broadly infectious diseases, including those that、uh, can cause pandemics. But that, you know, we're in a crazy situation, so there's going to be crazy rumors. Take a look.、Uh, first, we've got population. Now the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Let's take a look.、Uh, first, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare. Reproductive health services. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent over the next 10 years、uh, to make it the year of the vaccines. What does that mean exactly? Well, over this decade,、uh, we believe unbelievable progress can be made, both inventing new vaccines and making sure they get out to all the children who need them.、Uh, we could cut the number of children who die every year from about nine million to half of that、uh, if we have success on it. And the, the benefits there in terms of reducing sickness. Reducing the population growth,、uh, if we have success on it, and the, the benefits there in terms of reducing sickness, reducing the population growth, and so you know the people who go and engage in those anti-vaccine efforts, you know they they kill children. It's a, a a very sad thing because these vaccines are important, and so you know the people who go and engage in those anti-vaccine efforts. You know, they they kill children. It's a, a a very sad thing because these vaccines are important. So Melinda and I wondered whether providing new medicines and keeping children alive would that create more of a population problem? What we found out is that as health improves, families choose to have less children, and this effect is very very dramatic. We find that in every country of the world, this is repeated. The population growth goes down as we improve health. So we've taken that chart that shows the global population growth, and we've actually extended it out all the way to 2100. And we can see that instead of continuing, it actually flattens out. Another way to see that is through this rate of population growth, and you can see that in the 60s. That reached a pretty high number, over two percent per year, and it's now come way, way down. Now, 11 billion people still a lot, but the good news is that the faster we improve health, the faster family size goes down. Their intention to rule rests with the annihilation of consciousness. We have been lulled into a trance. Its task will be to develop an overall strategy for America. In this period, when really a new world order can be created, it's a great opportunity. It isn't just a crisis. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own gain. The crisis in the Persian Gulf, as grave as it is, also offers a rare opportunity to move toward an historic period of cooperation. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective. A new world order 
can emerge a new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more secure in the quest for peace. An era in which the nations of the world, east and west, north and south, can prosper and live in harmony. A hundred generations have searched for this elusive path to peace, while a thousand wars raged across the span of human endeavor. And today that new world is struggling to be born, a world quite different from the one we've known, a world where the rule of law supplants the rule of the jungle, a world in which nations recognize the shared responsibility for freedom and justice, a world where the strong respect the rights of the weak. This is the vision that I shared with President Gorbachev in Helsinki. He and other leaders from Europe, the Gulf, and around the world understand that how we manage this crisis today could shape the future for generations to come. They are safe as long as they are not discovered. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us safe.